0: Welcome to my Soul Life Podcast. This is my playground, and I'm your host, Susan Scullin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. To do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer. We're always evolving, and the people around us are a mirror of our growth. Over the next nine weeks, each Monday, I'm bringing you my Summer Soul Sessions, where I share with you a wellness topic that I'm super passionate about, I'll share my thoughts and how you can grow and change too. And join me on Thursdays for the beginner health sessions for simple ways you can up level your own health and wellness, be inspired. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello everyone, it's great to be back with you again with another Summer Soul Session. This is our second last one, which is pretty amazing. Uh, The time seems to have flown, and that's appropriate for me to say that today. Um, I've been watching my whiteboard go down with the list of nine episodes, and we're on number eight today, so coming down to number nine next week. And it's as I said, it's appropriate for today's episode where we're talking about that word busy. And how we can use that in our day to day life. So, or how we do use it, and we do use it subconsciously sometimes, or yeah, without even realizing that we're doing it. So, what I'm going to encourage you to do is start to create some conscious decisions around what we're doing and how we're doing them. And of course, I'll talk from my perspective around that and what's happened to me over particularly the last 12 months. So you'll often hear people use it when you say, you know, how have things been for you? Oh, so busy. We've got so much going on. So it's, it's a natural uh, use of the language, much like not well um, and not bad, sorry. So it's been interesting to just kind of play around with that over the last few years when, pe- when I say, oh, how are you? And people go, not bad. And I'm going, what does that mean? <laughs> and it can drive some people particularly my husband, insane, but I can, I'm kind of going, is that not good? Or are you sitting on the fence? Where are you in pain? What does that look like? Or is today an okay day? Or are you actually feeling good about what you've achieved? And we just don't naturally put it out there. We don't naturally sit there and go, I'm fantastic. You know, I'm really happy with everything that I'm working on. I'm really happy in my space, in my home. I'm really proud of what we've achieved, renovations that we've done, um, perhaps, you know, gardening and getting some of the things that particularly we've done over the last month, and month or so. Um, I'm really proud of everything that we've achieved and particularly that we're, you know, nearly, well, we're in 2022 and we arrived here in 2020, in October 2020, and we've made so many changes in our lives broadly but then also within the home that we purchased as well. So I'm really proud of everything that we've achieved. And we don't often stop to look at that. And instead of saying, oh yeah, life's not bad, you're like, okay, but maybe it's actually really good. And one of the times, or particularly one of the times of the year that we get caught up in this is around Christmas. And you'll be said, or I have said in the past, you know, how is it Christmas already? How are we already here? Where did the year go? And potentially we're in January. So thinking school starts back in February and we'll get to March and it'll be Easter. And you're like, oh my gosh, where did those three months go? We get caught up in the day to day. And I understand that it's that busyness that there's so much going on. But it's that slowing down that really supports us in creating the awareness and coming back into ourselves and just going, do you know what? Did I do everything that I wanted to do today? Maybe not. Maybe that's the answer. But did I do some of the things that were on my, you know, to do list or my to be list? Were there things that were really important to me that I wanted to achieve? And maybe that was being kind to myself did I do that for like 80% of the time or 50% of the time or 60% of the time or 30% of the time, whatever it might be for you, did I do that for some of my day? And can that be something that you celebrate when you come through at the end of the day and go, you know what, I'm really proud of myself for showing up. I'm really proud of myself for saying no to that event that I really didn't want to go to, yet I always seem to say yes to it. Or I'm really proud of myself for choosing that apple over the chocolate brownie. Um, I felt really full afterwards and it felt really nourishing to my body and I didn't miss the brownie at all. Like my mind was telling me that I would and that we'll never have another brownie again and this looks amazing and look at that icing dripping off it and you're like, yeah, but... I'm really proud of myself for just picking something that's really going to work for me and give me more energy as the day goes on rather than deplete my energy. So there are little things that we can do throughout our days that we can celebrate and that we can come into creating more awareness around where we're at so that when we get to Easter or we get to Christmas, we're not actually sitting there and saying, holy crap, where did the year go? Now, I've been there. I've, you know, wondered where the year went. And it came to me a few years ago that, you know, that feeling when you go on holidays and you feel like you just feel free, like you're leaving an office environment and you're not going to be there for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it might be for you, and you just kind of feel free. I decided to take that into my everyday. Um, it wasn't a straightforward, oh, every day's amazing. <laughs> of course not. But from that point on, I went, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not waiting for the holiday to be the best day. Um, I'm, wait- I'm not waiting at all. I'm going to create the best day every single day. And that's an evolution by taking, taking that mindset and then shifting it each and every day. And I'm not perfect I didn't do this every single day. There were days where I got caught up in life and that's okay. There were weeks and months where I got caught up in life and then I would come back and go, okay, where are we out of alignment? What aren't you enjoying? Where can you be more you? What can you bring to the table in whatever environment it was? How can you have more open and loving conversations? Asking myself those questions, how can I be more uncomfortable but in a loving way towards myself and others? They're really strong and powerful questions that you can actually ask yourself and that you can take away into your everyday and go, do you know what? My life isn't how I want it to be right now. And that's okay. Or maybe it is. And maybe there are parts of it that are, right? So you can have a look and identify what those pockets are and then go, how can I be more me? how can I bring, what are the things or what's one thing I can bring to the table in that space that would light me up and hopefully in turn light others up. But if it lights me up, then I'm going to be more inspired and I'm going to enjoy doing what I'm doing more. So just a simple tip to bring into your everyday. Now in 2021, I slowed down more than I have in the last eight years. And you know, it was, it's been a process, I guess, to get to that point. And I had to, looking back, I can look at what I was doing and I was running, running from my postnatal depression. Like you, you would not believe, uh, and you, if you're listening and you've been around for a while, you will see, you will know my journey and you could see the, the pinpoints of things that excited me and that still excite me, but my, my journey has evolved since then. Um, so, like coming back into that whole, why was I doing it? It was because I didn't want to ever go back there again. And so I was studying, reading, getting up at the crack of dawn. And it was funny. I was thinking about this the other day when I was doing F forty five. I would get up at four thirty, and I would do meditation for ten minutes, journal for ten minutes. I would do um, Reiki self healing, and then I would head out the door for a five, uh, ten past five class work out for 45 minutes and then I would be home to start family life, whatever it was at 6 a.m. Some days I could get back into bed, but a lot of the time you can't. Like it just doesn't work like that. So it was better to get up and keep going. Um, and that was what I was doing. And I was thinking, would I do that again now? Um, and the answer to that is no, I won't. But do I judge myself for doing that then? And the answer to that was no as well. And I was really proud of myself because I'm typically a person who judges herself um, very hard about certain things that I haven't achieved or I should have done better, um, particularly in the sporting environment. Like you make a mistake and I'm like, oh, don't do that again, Susan, you know, and then it happens again and you're like, okay, let's not really do that again, that, that again. Or you can say, oh, you know, I should be further along, life should be, you know... Uh, or roses rather than some thorns along the way as well. And obviously people looking in could probably say, oh, she's got a great life. And I do have a great life, but there are challenges that I face every single day. Um, and so everything is 50-50. I can't expect, or I don't expect, that life will be amazing just because I choose it to be. I'm going to hit some hurdles along the way, just like you are, and it's how I show up to those hurdles that's going to be the important part. So, As I said, 2021 was a progression of slowing down, and I didn't see it at the start of it because in September 2020, I started a life coaching certification that went for six months. That required a one-hour call every Friday on on for the certification, Um, then practical learning i.e., with another student, and that would happen typically on Friday nights as well. Uh, Friday morning, sorry, as well. And then I also had an hour of video lecture that I had to watch. And, of course, you know, if you're taking notes, an hour could turn into one or two hours additional. So it could usually it was around about two hours of additional um, watching for that video, and then there was some reading to do as well and some practical application of it. So we're kind of getting into the six-hour mark a week that I was spending On the life coach certification, plus we were moving set and my business was set up. And so, and then I was leaving my corporate work to come and work in my full time job. The podcast was still running. So life was still happening. You know, I have, I'm married and then we have Teddy. So there's lots of other things going on as well. Anyway, that when I was coming to the end of my life coaching certification, an opportunity then came up for me to do uh, the next level of health coaching certification and I was like, am I just doing this because it's another certification or am I actually wanting to do this for myself? Um, and so I sat with it for a little while. I didn't just jump straight in. I sat there and thought, thought about it and played it over and looked at the opportunity itself. Um, and it wasn't something that I had planned to, to do at all, but it was a great opportunity to take up. And so, I started that as soon as I finished the life coaching certification. So April, May and June were then all part of the the health coaching certification. And off the back of that health coaching certification was the opportunity to then become board certified. So it was like the year was already mapped out for me, but I didn't, I didn't plan besides the life coaching certification. I didn't plan for the other pieces. And so I then signed up to do the board certification, but because of COVID and border restrictions and shutdown of offices and things like that, there was nowhere in Queensland that I could do the exam. Um, The board is actually located in the US and it's an international certification, but um, therefore there's only certain places that I can do it in Australia. So I had the choice of Melbourne, Sydney or Perth. And Perth, we can't get in. (laughs) Um, It's a locked border and it was a locked border back then. And I could get into, uh, Sydney was starting to go off. Melbourne was slowing down at the time that I booked. So I booked in for COVID. And so I booked into Melbourne, but then of course it blew up again. And so I could no longer sit the exam. One, because I couldn't, I could get out of Queensland, but I couldn't get back into Queensland. But also the testing site had shut down. So kind of came to that point in, which was September, um, when everything sort of started to slow down for me. And it was really interesting to watch because, you know, typically I guess to that point there had been a few things that had come in and I had said yes to them, but I hadn't consciously made that decision to slow down. What had happened was a friend of mine put a post up on social media And it was one of those, you know, if you're born in January, this is your activity for the month of September. And because I'm born in June, my activity was no social media. And I laughed and just went, oh, that's not going to be possible. And then I went, actually, when have you done that before? When have you laughed and said that's not possible and then you've gone and done it? And I went back to my running. So back in 2016 when my sister rang me and said, hey, do you want to do the Mother's uh, Mother's Day Classic five kilometres run? And I just laughed her off and said, ah, yeah, no, that's not happening. I'm not doing it. And, of course, I went on to do that run. And then I went on to do two 10K fun runs as well over the next two years. So (coughs) I just sort of went, well, what could that look like? So if I was going to have the month of September off social media, What did I need for my business? And in reality, I just needed to be able to post up about my podcast. That was it. That was all I needed to do. And so initially I went, okay, so the podcast goes out on Mondays and Thursdays. I can post those up and I can respond to anything that sort of comes up um, on those days. But what I quickly sort of learned was maybe I just need 10 minutes a day. And so rather than twice a week, I would just go in for 10 minutes a day. And I initially started tracking that and that went quite well. And there were a couple of days that did blow out. Um, we did go on holidays at that point, And so I had spent a little bit more time sort of, sort of towards the middle and the end of the month on social media. But I wasn't too perturbed about it and I would catch myself. This was the biggest part, was just catching myself, oh, you're in there, you're scrolling, what are you doing? You don't need to be there. And so that awareness really helped me slow down and really helped me come back to myself and go, hey, let's not do that anymore. Let's make a change. So I saw out September and it was really successful. And what came in was numbers. And I think I might have that up on the board. Or have we talked? We might have talked about that anyway. I think I have talked about that at um, episode 111. And so that opened up the door for. What I like to term is my soul talking to me and my guides, they're talking to me all the time and they're doing that through numbers. And now I've done a numerology course so that I can understand the numbers and I can understand the messages that are coming through and now I can interpret them, which is really powerful from my perspective. (laughs) And so just taking that time through that month of September and just slowing down Bought in a book that one of my clients recommended, the The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. And I loved his book, The Untethered Soul. So I bought the book and I started reading it, and I was obsessed. (laughs) I was like down in the book, wanting to read the whole story as soon as possible. And I read it pretty much quickly, pretty quickly from cover to cover. And I implemented things from that book from the chapter one, and it was around meditation. So I had been meditating or I have been meditating on and off for I'm going to say a good 7 years. Now I started with guided meditation. I've never really I've I have sat in my own silence for a while. Um, probably the F45 days where it was just easier to kind of go let's put a timer on for 10 minutes and then I know sort of the time before I've got to get out of the house and so I just sat there with what happened in September was sitting there first for 15 minutes and there was a ma- mantra that uh, Michael A. Singer would say. And so I started doing that and I was like, oh, I can do this for 15 minutes. I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> like I was celebrating myself because I really didn't think I'd be able to get through it. And then 15 minutes became 20 minutes, 20 minutes became 30 minutes, and I ended up at 33 minutes, again driven by the numbers. And it's been... A really great journey to just be able to sit in that practice, and I'm no—I'm not a master at any of this sort of stuff. I just like to do it, and I did get online and do some online um, meditation through. I'm going to get the word through the yogi that Michael A. Singer um, would go through, and that was really, really amazing because that was transcendent for me, um, and I really like to get back into that space. But time-wise, it wasn't really working for me. Um, I like to do it first thing in the morning when I when Teddy and Chris have left for school. And that's at 8am. And I think their first session is at 10am. And so I wasn't ready to make the commitment and shuffle the time. But maybe I will be in 2022. So just bringing in those slower activities and just allowing that space and giving myself permission for that space was really key to... The year slowing down for me and me being able to see what was happening through my day. You know, I watched every day. As I said before, I wasn't perfect about it. Like it doesn't, I still get caught up in my head around certain things and I still have to work through my mindset challenges around stories that come up. But I, it just gave me that sense of freedom and it just gave me an opportunity to ask myself is this really what you want? Susan, is this what you want to think on purpose? Is this what you want to see? Is this your interpretation of what you're seeing? <clears throat> or can you look at it differently? And if everybody's doing the best they can, then <clears throat> why can we not see that? Why cannot we? Why can we not open up the door and therefore open up our heart to that and let them, the people around us, be them and not judge them, just let them be and in doing so of course then you let yourself be right so <clears throat> sure there are people out there that you think or I think could be further along than we then perhaps <laughs> they are showing or demonstrating but in reality they're doing the best they can and if I'm caught up in their stories or what I perceive let me refresh that reframe that to what I perceive are their stories then I'm not living in my own life and I'm not living authentic to myself. And I think that's a big lesson for all of us to learn. Much like the media, much like TV shows, if we are uh, or music as well um, and it, obsessed with superstars, um, beautiful people on the catwalk, well, we're all beautiful people, but, you know, catwalk or the, you know, movie awards and all that sort of stuff, that's just information. It's not stuff that we need to do anything with we do not need to judge them or judge ourselves we can just appreciate who they are (laughs) because some people you you and I will see on the catwalk or in the clothes that they're wearing um, or their makeup or their hair and we'll go oh I wouldn't wear that or why would they wear that and you're like actually it's got nothing to do with me and it really doesn't it lights them up and that's enough so allowing them to be them allows us to be us and allows us to come back into those slower moments rather than getting caught up in all the things that really we don't need to be part of. We can let it all go. And that even comes down to friends that we have that perhaps, you know, have done the wrong, we perceive have done the wrong thing by us. Um, we can just choose to kind of come into a space of love and when we do that, it's not to say that we've forgotten everything that's happened. We just start putting boundaries around those people and we kind of go, do you know what, in reality that person came into my life for a, for a season or for a period and I'm really grateful for everything that I learned through them and the opportunities that came through them and it's okay for me to let them go. It's okay for me to just allow them to go on their own journey and I can go online and if I'm still caught up in what happened and my perception of what happened and you're probably screaming at me and saying Susan it's a reality they did this to me and I'm like well we can look at it that way or we can choose to say perhaps they did it for you perhaps that friendship was never going to be more than it was and perhaps it was time for you to grow so that thing that they did or that that challenge that came up was there for you to grow, and I have a little example for for you I'll do my best not to name any names, but we were in Canberra recently, and that was really tiring i was I came back exhausted. We had a great time we didn't catch up with everybody that we wanted to. Um, We certainly forgot about a few things, but other opportunities opened up, and I'm really grateful for those things. But there was an incident around COVID, and I get that people are scared. I get that they're trying to protect themselves and protect their families. Um, And so I really struggled with closed conversations where once upon a time, we would have been welcomed into certain homes, but we weren't welcomed into these homes. And like I said, I get it. I'm okay with it. Um, But I had to work on my own mind around it. I had to let myself go. I did a big rant. (laughs) Um, I did a rant letter, I think. And then I ranted at Chris Um, which he tends to take on and I forget that. So he tends to take on my (laughs) ranting and I'm like, no, no, but I've moved through it now because after I ranted with him, then I was able to come back and write it all out and just get it all out and go, how do I want to turn up in this relationship? Because I was ready to go, F you, I don't want any more of this shit. I'm, I'm done. And it wasn't just one incident and it wasn't just a series, there wasn't a series of incidents over the week at all. It was one incident while we were away, but there had been other stuff that had come up before and I was just like, I don't turn up like that. I don't want to turn up like that. So how do I want to show up? What do I want to get out of it? And I realised that I was actually trying to control a situation that I could not control. And so here I am getting wound up about everything. They couldn't give a shit. <laughs> and I'm the one going, I've got so much going on. So being able to then just go, do you know what? I'm just going to choose to be happy. That was my statement. I choose to be happy. I am happy. And then when I kind of dived into the feelings and the actions and the results of that, it all unpicked for me. It all flowed on. And what happened towards the beginning of the week, the not-so-happy space, became a happy space at the end of the week. And I'm really proud of my work that I did in that space. Um, I know potentially there's a little bit more that I could do in there because it's not just the first time, as I said, that this has come up. It's probably gonna it comes up in different ways. um, And potentially that's around that relationship changing and that being okay, like me being okay with that relationship changing. Because I've had a lot of relationships change over the last eight years. And it's really interesting to watch the people that you can have a laugh with and that you can have fun with. And I actually ran into somebody I haven't seen, um, for quite some time, occasionally see on social media and her partner. And we had, we had the biggest laughs. It was so good. And I, it was just an off chance meeting that we ran into them. And then, yeah, we were just in stitches and they left, and we left, and we all felt good about that interaction. And that's what I want life to be about. I don't want it to be about having to have this mold of what friends and relationships should be. I want them to be created, and I want them to be flowing, and I want them to be bigger than life. Um, I think I read the word bodacious today. I'd written it down in some journaling that I'd done. And it's almost wanting to be bodacious, you know, get out there, have some fun, really enjoy the people that are around me. And those that aren't around me, that's okay. They're living their own bodacious life. And that's pretty bloody amazing. (laughs) So this is what I'm kind of coming back into, all of that information, is more about that living consciously, living with an open mind and knowing that just because somebody does something doesn't mean that it's a reflection on you. It doesn't mean that you need to take it on and doesn't mean that you need to get caught up in the drama of it either. Like you seriously don't. You can allow other people to have their own drama and you can go, oh, that's really interesting. What do you think you're going to do about that? And you can let them unpick it rather than you feel like you have to fix it for them because you're not responsible to fix it for them. And that was another lesson I learned earlier in the year where I had bought something for somebody that would really help them and they didn't want it. And I was like angry. I was really angry because I was like, this is actually going to change your life. And they couldn't see it. And it was a really simple thing. (laughs) It was just... Really, really basic stuff. It was a basic need that you and I all have. And I had to just go, do you know what? Thank you. Thank you for not, for allowing me the space to see that you can look after yourself. And I'm not here to fix anything. I'm allow, I'm here to witness your journey and I'm honored to witness your journey. So that's a bit emotional. (laughs) So I want to invite you just to come back to the habits that work for you. Now, as I said, being in Canberra, um, that put me on like a roller coaster. I I really, you know, Canberra's not Sydney or Melbourne, and it's certainly not Brisbane, and it's certainly not LA or New York. It's not any of those big cities, but I just felt the speed of Canberra, while we were there and potentially, you know, take on responsibility, I take on responsibility for it because sometimes we plan two things in a day and I'm like, in the future, we won't do that. We'll just plan one thing in a day and that will be enough so that we can have some downtime because in honesty, all honesty, I didn't eat properly while I was there, as in I ate well, but I didn't eat enough. (laughs) Um And for me, that was just like, oh my gosh, my energy levels are so low. And I'm like, yeah, because you haven't eaten. And it's, I think I went for a walk with a friend and it was 4.30 in the afternoon and I'd had a punnet of raspberries and a couple of strawberries and a juice in the morning. Now, there is no complex carbs in there. There is no protein in there. Um There are some carbohydrates and there are sugars and there are fats. Um, and there may be a little bit of protein, but there's not enough, Right anybody, I don't want to live on like 100 calories a day. That's just not my ideal. And, of course, we went to dinner that night, and then I was thinking, oh, well, I'll wolf down dinner. Uh, No, I couldn't actually even get through it. So I was like, okay, so we need to find that new medium for me. And this is what I mean by coming back to the habits that work for us. And when we come back to the habits that work for us, we're being really intentional about our days, and we're being mindful in the moments of what we're doing, which slows down life. And this is where we can start to see every single day rather than going, oh, shit, it's Friday. How did that happen? So when we're starting to go, I'm going to have that juice in the morning and I'm going to love it, and I do. (laughs) I do love my juice every morning. I can feel that it's going to start evolving and that might be a little challenge in our own home because Chris really loves it and I'm not sure he'll love me putting more vegetables into it, but we'll see, see what happens and we can experiment with that, because that's easy, but when we can slow down and go, oh, this juice tastes amazing, and I love it, and I'm taking my supplements, and I'm just watching Teddy with whatever he's doing, and I'm just taking those photographs in my mind of him, and photographs in my mind of Cruz, like, that for me is amazing, that for me is where the gold is, and I'm sure, you know, if you've got two children, three children, four, it's it's different. It it will change and evolve for everyone. But I, that's what I'd encourage you to go on that little journey for yourself or big journey and just kind of go, what do I need and how can I do this in the calm of the storm, the eye of the storm, right? So right in the middle is the calmest part and you've got all the things going on around you. How can I enjoy this coffee tea, hot chocolate, juice, toast, oatmeal, whatever you've got. How can I enjoy this whilst everything else is going on? What does that look like for you? Because it's going to look different for you than it does for me. But the outcome can be the same. And we can slow down and we can see Monday come through. We can see Tuesday come through and we can see Wednesday come through. And Wednesday for me is called Wednesday, W-I-N-S Day, because we play, you know, Wednesday has been called hump day for way too long. Um, You get over the hump because you're in the slide to the weekend. And it's not Wednesday's problem that we don't like Monday and Tuesday and that we want to be on the week, want to be having a full-time weekend that's ours. We've got to take responsibility for that. And so when we start to change that language and we start to change our approach, much like every day is a holiday, then we start to change our mindset and anything becomes possible because we're not naturally in that negative mindset state. We're going, how can I enjoy this more? What's one thing that I can do to bring more of me into the day? Who am I when I come into these days? What are my values? What's important to me? How can I manage my mind, even though I'm not enjoying what's happening around me? What does that look like? And then we start to make conscious decisions rather than flipping into old habits that potentially don't serve us anymore. So some of the the habits that work for me and that I'd like to share with you. So coming back, as I said from Canberra, I needed to come back. I needed to wind down. We needed a good night's sleep because we hadn't really slept. Very, we hadn't slept well for the time we were there. So it was really important for us to just really slow down. And we did that on Friday. We flew in on Friday morning. Um, we just had a really slow day. And then we all got to bed. I think Teddy was in bed by 7.30. We were in bed by maybe 9.00 and then woke up the next morning whenever we woke up. And that is really important for me. Being able to wake up when I wake up, when my body naturally wakes up, feels so freeing to me. Now, being a mum, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, And certainly being a wife, that doesn't happen all the time. Chris seems to think that it's okay to wake me up occasionally. Um, And I get why. It's not a problem. But I really appreciate those moments, and they do come. So it's like maybe, I'm not going to say a third of the time. It doesn't happen a third of the time. But if I can get one or two days like that a week, then, oh, my happiness levels just go through the roof. Also when I can prepare and eat food that works for me. So again coming back into those juices, we were having a version of those in Canberra, um, but it wasn't it wasn't the same wasn't the same. It was good, but it wasn't the same. Um, But then coming back into having lunch and afternoon tea and and dinners that suit us, at times that suit us and that we're not rushing around, and, I mean, I went into town. We arrived home on Friday, so we did a bit of grocery shopping on Friday just to get us through a couple of days, and then I went back in on Saturday, went to my favourite fruit and veg shop, um, and then came home, and we were just – it's just been beautiful because I haven't had to go back in. I might have to go back in. I'll have to go in tomorrow because we really have to sort out dinners. But we can get through to, you know, Sunday and Monday. It's not a problem. And if we had to, we could get through Tuesday as well. Um, I'm sure we could get through the rest of the week if we had to, but Chris wouldn't, <laughs> Chris wouldn't be having it, what I'd be eating. And that's okay. And Teddy needs yogurt too. So just preparing that food that works for us is really, really great or works for me any, anyway. And then starting to move my body in ways that work for me before we went away or sort of just starting January, I was doing more stretching, which was really good. Um, February, I'm going to start cardio and I'm going to start weights, which is really cool. So I've just reorganized my office so that I've got those sort of those things set up and just coming back into more alignment with what feels good to me taking my supplements regularly. Now I'm really good in the morning, disciplined as, not a problem, but dinner time has been a little bit more challenging and it was more challenging while I was away just because I'd forget. Um, And I also ran low on supplements, which was all like, basically I was due back at my naturopath during the week while we were away. So I wasn't able to pick it up and pick them up until Saturday. So it was all fine, but just Getting back into taking my supplements ready regularly really help and support me and really help um, and support my body in daily functions and my energy levels. So that's been a really big lesson for me around just the importance of that just at the moment while I'm working through a few things. And if you want to find more about that, you can head over to Project 2022 on my website. Then listening to my body. This sounds really simple, but listening to it you know, sure, on Friday night, I had some ice cream. And I knew that it wasn't going to be terrible, but I knew it wasn't going to be great. But I think it really played up with me. And so it was great at the time. I didn't have a lot. Um, but then I paid for it um, a couple of, on Sunday, when I just was really struggling. I'm not sure it was just that, or there was something else going on as well. But I ended up getting up in the morning and then going back to bed for three hours. Um, so Listening to what my body needs and just slowing down so that I can eat the right foods. Um, I can do the right exercise for me. I can, you know, when we were doing, um, sprints with Teddy before, um, between Christmas and New Year and I got through the first day, I did three, which was really cool and I was really proud of myself. And then on the second day we went out and I did one and then I was like, oh, I can feel the micro tears in my quads. And so I went, nope, we can't do any (laughs) more. So we'll come back in a few days. And I just allowed that to recover. Same with my back. It's playing up a little bit again, but I haven't done any weights or anything like that on there for such a long time. So I'm keen to get back into it and really look after it. So listening to my body and what my body needs. Writing, This has been a big one that's come in this year. It's been coming for a while um, and I've done it in certain um, different ways. But just sitting down to write, I have spent a lot of this month writing and I'm really proud of what I've achieved. Um, And I'm really proud of where that's going and I'm excited about where that's going. And so I'm just going to keep going. So that's fun um, creating and listening. So again, creating through the work that I do in the world, creating through cooking. So that's probably one of the next ones is, you know, that home cooking and and coming back to the basics around what we need, but just creating, I was just out there doing some Lego with Teddy and that was really good fun too. So just being able to let my mind go and just have some fun in that space. And listening to my, well, we've talked about myself, but listening to others, just allowing them to have their stories, allowing them the space to be heard. And whether this be my clients or whether these people be people on the street, I have a lot of people that tell me like their full life story and I honor them because I, I don't take it on. Um, and I don't share it like it doesn't go anywhere and. I just basically send them some love, like that's that's my job and that's all I can do for them is just to share my love for them and then if they're my client, of course, I help them work through it and if they're a person on the street um, or a friend or whatever, I can ask them a few questions but they're not my client so they're not there for coaching, <laughs> they're not there, they just, they just want to be heard and so allowing them a safe space to be heard really helps um, for them to process whatever's going on and that's a really good um, opportunity that I have. Another habit is around engagement. So actually getting my ass out of my home and setting up play dates and going and hanging out with people and having people over so we're going to have the neighbours over and all that sort of stuff, doing those sorts of things um, and doing it from an aligned space. I realised recently that there are certain things that I've been doing Uh, where people would come over and I just didn't feel good to me. And I went, I'm not doing that anymore. So how do I want it to be? What do I want to have? How how do I want to show up in those events? Um, What am I creating in those events? And come at it from my own mindset rather than waiting for others to create doing the things that bring me joy. This is really important, especially as a manifesting generator. So if you're into human design or not, you can head over to um, episode 116 with Kylie. And then there's an episode with Anna Johnson-Hill, all about human design. And hopefully I've got another one coming for you as well. I love human design. Um, It's not, it doesn't define who you actually are. You have free will and you can go out into the world and you can create exactly who you want to be. But What it does allow is it gives permission and it says to you, do you know what, you're just here to bring joy into your life. And so for me, as an MG, manifesting Generator, for me to bring joy into my life, it's really important for me to follow what brings joy. So just looking at those things and going, does that bring me joy? And if it does, great, I'm going to do it. If not, then hmm, maybe that's not for me. So just playing around with that and also letting things go as soon as they come. If I've committed to them and they're not going to bring me joy, it's okay for me to let them go. The other thing that I found recently a good habit was two hours of focus time. So I was practising with this, with our outside um, gardens and stuff and laying turf and all the things that we were doing over the Christmas break. I also did it from a business perspective in 2021 And it was really good just to be able to turn off any kind of social media, emails, or any of that sort of stuff, and I love the function that Apple now has around do not disturb. So you can really implement and just be focused on what you need to achieve. Um, I also did it from, you know, exercise, meditation, journaling perspective, like I did an hour and a half um, on certain days. Uh, Ideally, that was going to be sort of dependent on what was happening, but would have been Monday to Friday. Um, but once Teddy took school, was on school holidays, I haven't haven't done it much in that space at all. But it's been really good just to see my mind, and particularly around the garden because it's hot up here, right? So we're in Queensland and it's summer. And so just seeing my mind kind of go, oh, I don't want to do this. This is hard work. It's not going to work, especially when I was digging one around the back of the shed just because we we're getting water tanks put in and we needed to level some ground and it had lots of um weed in there. And I thought, no, 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 let's just start and let's just see what happens. And because I'd just done like 10 minutes, maybe, or five minutes and my brain wanted to stop already. And trust me, it was hot enough for me to jump in the pool at that point, but I just kept going um, and I would take breaks because I did, you know, didn't want to end up with heat stroke or anything like that and I wasn't in the sun but it's just hot. So making sure that I was covered up um, and making sure because I burn really easily, so making sure that I didn't get burnt and then was well hydrated while I was doing it. It just showed me that I can do it for one and two that once you get through that brain saying oh this is too hard you actually create amazing things and I got everything achieved that I wanted to achieve so bringing that back into my daily work um, or just day and life whatever that might be my soul work or just you know tidying up the house you can block in two hours of time and go this is what we're doing for the next two hours and yes life will happen around it so for me the Australia Post turned up with mail. Um, The neighbour would come for a chat. Teddy would need something, and that's just life. And I built that into the two hours. I didn't stop, but as in, I would go and do that thing quickly, and then I would come back and I would have a drink. And and when I say quickly, I wasn't running or anything like that. I would just go in, do the thing that Teddy needed, come back out, and then get back into it. And that was okay. And I didn't spend extend my time or anything like that. I just did the things that worked for me. So that was really, really good. The other habit that I like to do is just when Chris comes home is actually being with him. Rather than getting caught up in all the things that we I have in my brain and on my planner to do and going, nope, I'm too busy, actually stopping and going, how are you? What's been happening? Tell me about your day. Spending that time with him has been really um, valuable for our relationship and has really helped me grow so that's been something that I really loved and doing the same with Teddy so playing with Teddy being present with him um, something that I'm working towards this year is not generally speaking not working after after I pick him up from school so it's our time it's our time to play it's our time to get in the pool get on the trampoline do whatever has to happen and just enjoy that space Um, If I've got clients later, that's fine. It's not a problem. But there would be that pocket of time where it's just me and him. Um, And Chris might be there as well, but just enjoying him while he's growing up. And yes, it's happening too quickly. (laughs) Um, Decluttering and then bringing in things that are in alignment with me. So i have (sighs) just, over the weekend, decluttered my whole office. I've got a couple of things to go. But I've pulled out everything that I haven't read, I haven't that I've got to study that I haven't got a plan for, I guess. Um, books that I have read that I no longer really need, books that I have half read that probably could go on a roster of some sort that I could bring in, and some study material and just things you know whiteboards and stuff like that that are here that just seem to clutter up. And so now I'm going to defend the space. I've got, as I said, I've got a couple of things else to take out, and then I'm going to defend the space and just see what happens and just play with it. Um, But decluttering also allows me to bring in the aligned things. So I recently, or over Christmas, because there's great sales on, we bought some Bumi um, B-H-U-M-I, organic cotton sheets, and a duna cover for our bed, so it's something we've been wanting for a couple of years, and I finally did it. So I bit the, bill, bit the bullet and that came in. So I'm really excited about that. And then, you know, that's that's that whole declutter in one end and then bring in the things that are aligned to us, and I've done that certainly in the Tupperware space, so letting go of some of the old Tupperware. Um, they, they go out to the shed and they become plastic containers that Chris can put nuts and bolts and all the things that he needs out out in there and it's amazing and he's happy and they're still getting used there's no point in throwing them into landfill because then you know you're just filling up the environment unnecessarily or I believe you are I am Um, and then bringing in those beautiful glass containers that I really love um, from biome bio O-M-E, the Kilner ones. Uh, So they're they're amazing with the silicon base um, around the lids. And so, yeah, it's been really lovely to be able to do that and go this feels really aligned and making those sorts of changes. The other habit is not judging myself and instead learning. So rather than going, oh, shit, we did that again, go, okay, why did we do that again? What was coming up? What was the challenge? What did you need to let go of? What do you need to bring in? What does that look like? And just having some compassion for myself around that. And laughing lots. I think this is one of the things that I do a lot, particularly in my coaching sessions or with Teddy or with Chris. Chris is very, um, he laughs a lot and creates a lot of happiness in our home. And when he's singing, you know that he's in a good mood like that everything's flowing for him. So just having some fun in that space has been really good. And I said this earlier, but it's the habit of love and loving even when I want to shut the door. So trusting that everybody is learning their own lessons. They may never learn them and that's okay. It's not a problem as long as I'm learning mine and loving myself, loving on them, showing compassion, empathy, and just being a kind person in the world. It's a pretty freaking good habit to have. So I hope this episode has been helpful and it will help you if you were able to implement the things that resonate with you. Take what resonates, leave the rest, but just allow you to slow down and just see each day for what it is. And if you feel like you're getting out of control, take yourself to a coffee shop and just sit there. Don't take your device or turn it off just sit there and be and sit sit out in nature even. Um, I walked in some grass the other week, last week, it was just beautiful. And I went, okay, this is really grounding for me. So whatever is really grounding for you, take yourself into that space and slow down life intentionally in that moment. And then you can grow and you can choose from there and you can consciously keep choosing. So I was telling Teddy this morning, he had a bad dream and he was worried about it coming back into his mind all the time it just never went away and I said to him well let's let's get it out of your mind and he went what do you mean and so what I did was I said to him safely visualize that nightmare in your mind now Teddy's eight so this could be quite traumatic for him but he did really well and so just be mindful for yourself as well. There can be things that come up that when you're doing these sorts of exercises and so being in a safe space or having someone to um, support you is really important. to so make sure you reach out to the right person for you. But visualising that nightmare in his mind, he didn't walk through the whole thing. We didn't, you know, it's just quickly. And then I said, and then visualise it coming out of your mind and sitting in your hand like a ball. So your hand is cupped up and you've got this ball and that's the nightmare of it, nightmare. And then I said, now clench your hand around it and throw the ball away. Now we were inside, so it wasn't like we had to go outside to do this, but we threw it away. And we can do that with anything in our lives. And he then said, oh, then there was this other thought about something that happened six months ago and he rattled it all off. And then he did it and he saw it in his mind and he pulled it out And then he threw it away and I said, how do you feel? And he goes, it's gone, like it's gone. And I went, yeah, it is. I said, but it could come back. And now you have a process, you have a thing that you can do to get rid of it. And he was like, yeah, that's really cool. So that's something that we can do, especially around any of the challenges that we face Particularly when things aren't going our way, particularly when we're not happy with what's happening, particularly when there's some challenges, all of those sorts of things, and we can feel life speed up and our brain go into overwhelm. But we can come down and go, What do I want to think about this? How do I want to feel about this? Who am I in this situation? Who do I want to be in this situation? And those two questions are very different. The answers to those are very different. So enjoy exploring, come back and listen to this if you need to, send me a DM if you need some support in some way um, from from a coaching perspective or if you've got any questions about this podcast but let's start to slow down life, let's start to see each day so that when we get to Easter, when we get to Christmas in 2022, you're kind of not going holy crap where did those last three months go or where did the year go, you're saying oh That was an awesome year and I want to do it all over again. Thank you for joining me today and I have a couple of small favours to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honored you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day, right where you are. See you in the next episode.